You are now tuned in with Dr. E. Entertainment inspired by R.E.D. This is the Everyday Podcast for the Everyday Man. Guys, welcome back. Welcome back. It is another unique episode of the Everyday Podcast. I'm back with you guys. This is RJ. And I just want to say thank you so much for all the support that we've been getting on this platform. It is a lot of fun to come to you guys each week and to bring you guys all news college, all news high school. We have some crazy, interesting stories uh, today for you guys. But before I get into that, uh, let's talk about the week. Uh, I hope you guys had a good week out there. Uh, very rainy, uh, very, very, very warm weather. So uh, to be able to have this kind of weather in January is pretty awesome. Generally, it's ice cold. It's frigid outside in January. But I think that it's pretty cool that uh, we're experiencing uh, this warm weather. And uh, it's just nice. So the week went by quick. It went by extremely fast. And I'm telling you guys, a lot has happened this week on the world scene in connection with high school and colleges. And so I hope that you guys are ready for these stories as I am. And uh, thank you for all the support on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, we really appreciate all of that. Uh, my first uh, YouTube short, the one that uh, covers the story uh, of the, uh, I want to say, the, the teenage girl that was 16 years old. She passed away. Uh, that received 1.5 thousand plus views and uh, there were quite a bit of comments so thank you guys for that and uh, i really appreciate uh, being able to come to you guys regularly so our first story of the night two students charged after threatening instagram post discovered hillard ohio and uh, for you guys out there on mainstream media it's no wonder that this is happening in ohio Hillard police have charged two teenagers after students and parents found threatening messages posted on Instagram targeting a high school. In a news release Monday, police say Hillard City Schools received concerns from families at 8.30 p.m. I'm not trying to be that guy, but Hillard City is definitely an Ohio named school like you are not going to come to you know maryland or new jersey and have a school named hillard city school so i think that's interesting sunday regarding an account on instagram posting disturbing content that followed several accounts connected to hillard davidson high school administrators contacted hillard police and sent a note to the school community about the account Minutes after that message was sent, the account had posted its first specific mention of Davidson, prompting police and the school to discuss its investigation further. There is a lot that you can do in Ohio, guys. Why are we threatening people? And if we're going to threaten, you know, somebody, why not use a platform, you know, wider than Instagram? Like, why not use YouTube or some other form of, you know, media to be able to you threaten somebody, you know, you can use a ransom note, uh, generally speaking. So it's very interesting here. Now, police say they identified and contacted a 15 year old female student accused of making the post. The teenager has been charged with inducing panic and was taken into custody at the Franklin County Juvenile Detention Center. And yeah, you heard that right, guys, inducing panic. So God forbid you want to go somewhere and shout out fire in a movie theater. 
I highly, highly, highly would not recommend that. Monday afternoon, police said a second teenager, a 15-year-old boy, has been charged also with inducing panic. Hiller police say the male student admitted to creating a post that specifically mentioned Davidson High School and sharing it in response to the threat notification the school sent to families Sunday evening. So, you know, now we have an accomplice involved in this mayhem. A search of both teenagers' homes was conducted by police, and they found no weapons in either home. Police say they do not believe the two teens were working together. Okay, so we're not in cahoots. We just have random Ohioan behavior. There is no such thing as a joke when it comes to school safety, said Hillard Chief Police Michael Woods. So this is happening in Hillard City, and the police officer's name is Michael Woods. That is fantastic. We want to remind parents to talk to their children about being responsible on social media. And so, guys, yes, social media is a lot of fun. It's great to be able to post things and to connect with friends and family and blah, blah, blah. But just make sure that you're not using it to threaten people, guys. That's just not, that's never a smart way to do things, especially when there's proof. So it's not like you can fake it. You know, back in the day when a person, you know, committed a crime, and I air quote, commit a crime, you know, you could easily say, oh, that's mistaken identity. That's not me. But this isn't the case. Like, it was you because it's your account. And then it's like, God forbid they check that IP address. So, guys, if you're going to make little jokes on social media, make sure you exercise some common sense. And uh, in a later podcast, we'll talk about, you know, common sense that's not so common these days. Our next story, uh, that segues us to our next story, guys. Uh, we find ourselves this time in Lansdowne, Maryland. Student seriously injured in assault at Lansdowne High School, another in custody. A student was seriously injured in an assault Tuesday afternoon at Lansdowne High School, and another student is in custody. County Police Spokeswoman Joyce Stewart said a student notified the school resource officer around 1 p.m. of a first-degree assault. The SRO and the supervisor rendered aid to a 15-year-old girl who was taken to a hospital with serious injuries and apprehended another girl. Immediately after being notified, the two apprehended the suspect and rendered aid to the victim in this case. The circumstances leading up to the incident remain under investigation, Stewart said. Sky Team 11 video showed a large police response to the school around 1 p.m. Tuesday. Aye, aye, aye. So, when I was growing up, right, and, you know, there's no mystery. You know, I'm only 30 years old, so 92, guys. You, you, when, you, when you fought someone, the idea was either you were self-defending yourself or someone was bullying you. And not modern bullies. We're definitely not talking about modern bullies here. But someone was giving you a hard time. But today, it seems like self-defense is literally crossing over into another border. Like, people are, are really attacking persons in high school. And if the attackee is in high school, 15, 16, 17 years old, then what are they going to be like when they get older? Like, what are we looking at as, as these kind of persons come out of high school? Now, Lansdowne Principal Allison Seymour sent a letter to families saying that the school went into lockdown at 1240 p.m. after an assault involving two students. 
the lockdown was lifted around 1.15 p.m. So generally we're working with, I guess, a 35-minute you know lockdown, which is, I guess, a standard lockdown procedure. But if it was me, I would have just, you know, sent persons home because we don't know what the, you know, the attackee is, is thinking or the attacker is thinking. All students and staff are safe. This is an active investigation, and there will be an increased police presence on campus throughout the afternoon, the district said. So it was nice that they, they you know, followed up with the police, brought them in. Afternoon dismissal took place as scheduled. All after-school activities are canceled for Tuesday. Why not just cancel school? You know, I get it. You know, why not do something remote? If you have, you know, a, a person that's attacking persons on the loose, then, of course, you would want to make sure that, you know, the kids are covered at least for the most part. But uh, there is um, uh, some persons uh, uh, who were interviewed by the, the local news there, and um, there was some concern by parents. Uh, one uh, grandmother, she said, it came on my phone on my news app, and I read it and said, that's my grandson's school. So nice job, Grandma. It's nice to be able to keep up with your grandkids. So he just texted me to ask me to come pick him up, and that's why I'm here now, to come get him, to see, you know, take him home. And, you know, it's just crazy, you know. So, Grandma, you're saying you know a lot in this interview. Clearly, she was shaken. So I don't know what's going on. And um, that's how Grandma concludes her statement. Uh, going uh, further now into the article, a student captured video of the arrest on his cell phone, but it seemed that, for most part, students were not aware of what was taking place. So originally they thought it was a fight and that, uh, you know, it was going to be resolved, but uh, it didn't get resolved. It didn't get resolved. So Baltimore County Executive Johnny Olazewski tweeted a statement saying it's heartbreaking to see one of our young people injured in a violent and senseless attack. Emphasis on senseless. We are praying for a full and speedy recovery to the injured student, and we applaud the school resource officer on site for their efforts to quickly apprehend uh, the suspect. And according to the footage, um, it appears as though there was a stabbing. Like, it appears that this person uh, was was, uh, stabbed uh, as well. I mean, it's just... And then when you get to the bottom of it, you realize it was something foolish. Like, it was nothing to be tripping over anyway. So if you guys are out there and you're dealing with persons in high school like that, just go the other direction. You know, just leave them alone because at the end of the day, it's not worth your life. You know, you got your parents out there who love you and care about you. And, you know, when you grow older and you get mature, you realize that most of these things are stupid. Now, um, going into our next story, there's just been a lot of wild activity this week. I'm just going to call this Wild Week January because... It's insane, all of the, the stories that are coming through. We, we have another one here. This time we're going to Amsterdam, uh, New York. Uh, the headline reads this way, Amsterdam high school students arrested after incident. Incident. Montgomery police report the arrest of two juveniles on January the 9th. The two individuals were reportedly involved in an altercation outside of Amsterdam high school. On January 9th, around 11.30 a.m., a male student, 17, at Amsterdam High School was involved in a brief physical altercation with another student, 15, outside of the main school building. Police report the pair were quickly separated when the younger student pulled out a knife. 
Officers explained the younger student then left the school while the assigned Montgomery County Sheriff's deputy was able to detain the older student who initiated the altercation. And in between all of this, where is the learning? You know, are we going to school to learn or are we going to school to stab up people or taking lessons in carving? You know, if these kids were going to a high school promoted by, you know, Freddy Krueger or Jason, I mean, they would be in good hands. All, all, all A's across the board. Officers report the older student also had a knife, though it was not displayed or used in the incident. Good job, older student. Way to use good discretion, you know. Because remember, guys, your temper is the only thing that you can't get rid of by losing it. Police report they later found the younger student at a residence in Amsterdam. Officers report both juveniles were taken into custody and charged with the offenses. Charges for the juvenile 17, third degree attempted assault and endangering the welfare of a child. Charges for juvenile 15, fourth degree criminal possession of a weapon, third degree attempted assault. So, yes, guys, when you're attempting to do something that's reckless and insidious, you might want to give it a second thought because it definitely isn't worth it in the end. So uh, hopefully uh, these boys will be able to get proper representation in the legal matter and they'll be able to move forward with their lives and that this act of stupidity won't cost them their education and most importantly, their futures. In other news. Uh, we're finding ourselves in another high school this time. We're going to Vegas. And let me tell you something about Vegas. All I know is supposedly the sidewalks move and something about nice restaurants. Would I like to go to Vegas one day? Oh, absolutely. Will it happen to be determined? Because no one just gets up and says, I mean, unless you're thinking about, you know, hitting some type of downtown metropolitan area. But, you know, from what I hear, Vegas is kind of, you know, it's kind of out there. When it comes to the traveling list, you know, people are like Miami, you know, they're not really thinking, let's go to Vegas, you know, at the moment. So here's our headline at this high school in uh, Las Vegas. High school senior dies after suffering heart attack at school, officials say. And this, you know, kind of connects to my last video because now everyone's like, was it the jab? You know, was it the, the vaccination that's killing young people today? So officials in Las Vegas say a student died after he unexpectedly suffered cardiac arrest while at school. According to a post from M Plus Academy, the student was identified as senior Jordan Brister. A GoFundMe shared by the school said Brister suddenly and unexpectedly suffered cardiac arrest while at school with no explanation as to why. In a statement, Arm Plus Academy said Brister experienced cardiac arrest while at school on January the 3rd. Now, according to the school staff, provided Jordan with emergency uh, medical attention until paramedics arrived and transported him to Southern Hills Hospital. M Plus Academy's statement continued by saying, despite the efforts of first responders, and the medical team at the hospital, Jordan passed away this past Sunday. So we definitely want to extend our, our sympathies to the family on the Everyday Podcast. Um, it's not easy when you are losing someone in death. And then it's not easy when they're suddenly taken away from you. Um, think about Jordan's parents. Did they get a chance to say goodbye? Did they get a chance to uh, tell their son they loved him? Were they in the middle of a fight? 
these are things that we think about when our loved ones are taken uh, from us uh, suddenly. But uh, nevertheless, uh, there is a GoFundMe, um, said Jordan Brister. Uh, uh, you know, there's a GoFundMe for him, rather. And uh, because he had planned on joining the military after graduating. And so, um, you know, everyone has their different thoughts and opinions about, you know, where you're going after high school and in life. But at least he had a goal. You know, at least he had a goal, uh, someplace he felt comfortable, and and he was trying to do something uh, with his life. Whereas some other persons may uh, just have not had any goals or aspirations, any desire to uh, do anything. The Amplus Academy uh, School said its team is working to support students and staff as they process this grief. And uh, it's going to definitely be a long uh, journey for the school, uh, especially for classmates and persons who knew him personally uh, so here guys on the everyday podcast we're definitely with you guys hang in there and uh, uh please remember uh, to take it one day at a time don't try to take everything all at once but just take it one day at a time and uh it, it does get better e- each and every day it doesn't you never forget it but it does get better each and every day it says here the concluding uh, statement of the article the death of jordan brister comes shortly after the death of another Las Vegas student, a 16-year-old girl who died after she suffered a medical emergency in a flag football game. And so, guys, we know that uh, last week we covered that story uh, in connection with the uh, young girl who passed away. And um, it's it's just it's heartbreaking when you think about it. It, it really is heartbreaking. And uh, it definitely makes you cherish life more. So we're definitely... Uh, hanging in there with you guys on the Everyday Podcast. And we hope that uh, everyone involved uh, maintains their emotional balance and, and their stability. Now, now that we've ventured into Las Vegas, this this next headline, I, I have to read this with the, the – because you're not going to believe this. So everyone you, – you go into school, you expect, oh, I want to be in a football team. Or I want to be in a basketball team. Well, be careful what you wish for because that's what these uh, – Players must have thought, but notice the headline here, Texas high school football players hospitalized after coach forces 400 pushups as punishment. Yeah, yeah. Keep in mind, we're in high school, not college. Texas high school football players were reportedly hospitalized after their coach forced them to do 400 pushups in an hour as punishment. I don't know if they're training for the next Rocky movie or if they're cousins of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but this is just, it's insane. Like, you can't, you cannot, you can't do that. You you know, you can't, uh, Lord have mercy. Rockwall Heath High School head football coach John Harrell is being accused of requiring his players to perform the rigorous task. He has been put on administrative leave as a third-party investigation is underway. I don't know what they could be investigating. You know, you have these boys passing out left and right. I'm pretty sure that they didn't make this up on this coach. One mother said her son was forced to do 300 to 400 push-ups and was not allowed a water break. The Dallas Morning News reported her son was hospitalized for a a rare disease which can cause kidney damage or failure. And... By title, because this one is going to be, it's rhabdomyolysis. So, 
I hope that I definitely read that right. It looks like rhabdomyolysis, and it causes kidney damage or failure. She says, as a parent, we send our kids to school trusting that they will be cared for at the highest level. That has been the case until this unfortunate event, the parent said. And I'm sure legally they can take action because this is a form of, I mean, you're talking about, depending on these guys, uh, you know, health abilities. It could be looked at as a form of attentive murder. Like, this is crazy. Would you do it? Because now we got to get to the smart part. Everyone has that, that level of just, I'm not doing this no matter what. Why would these boys do something that is unreasonable? You know, I mean, why do boys do anything like, you know, if we're going to be realistic, but um, it's just interesting how, you know, people have in their minds that they're going to deal with someone else's kid a certain way. Would you do that to your own son, coach? Like, would you make your your son, your daughter, your cousin or your mother get down there doing 300 to 400 pushups without water? Now, this is interesting. Brady Luff, captain on the football team, said he did not believe Harrell was punishing players as he saw the workout. Instead, he said it was instilling discipline. Well, I got news for you, Mr. Luff. Instilling discipline means nothing when people are passing out. You can't discipline someone who's dead. Just just something I'm thinking about from the top of my head. Luff added that water was available for the players and they were free to go if need be. Right. He's treated us with nothing but respect and he loves every single one of us like his own, Luff said. Now, Love's mother, Stephanie, also did not see anything wrong with Harrell's workout. Well, hopefully, eventually, eventually they'll see the light and that uh, these boys won't be penalized or forced to do inhumane activities under the guise of preparing for high school football sports. Now, the Internet has been buzzing for our, just our, our next story. It has been buzzing uh, with... The murder of the four Idaho students. And there's a lot of questions that have been coming up in connection with this case. And it's just interesting, you know, what's been happening here uh, with this with the, this person. So uh, here is uh, what we're looking at. And, it, and it's just a sad story to read. So just bear with me, uh, guys. Um, his name is Brian Koberger. He's a suspect, uh, lately, as of late, they haven't found him guilty of these murders, but Koberger, he's 28 years old, has been charged with four counts of first degree murder and felony burglary for his alleged involvement in the murders. So there were four students, Idaho students that were tragically stabbed to death. Um, it's just, it's just amazing what goes through uh, people's minds when you when you think about just the type of things that they, they do. It, it says a criminal defense attorney and former Los Angeles County prosecutor has said he will now likely face the death penalty for the murders of 21-year-old students Madison Mogan, Kaylee Goncalvish, and friends Zaina Cornado and Ethan Chapin, both 20. Four, four people. Now, we know in Idaho, they push heavily for the death penalty. Um, The article goes on to say the grisly murders took place at a rented home in Kings Road on November 13 and have shaken the small college town of of Moscow. Moscow, we find ourselves here in in Idaho. Uh, 
Now, how did he become a suspect? Well, the cops rummaged through the trash at his family home in Pennsylvania and linked the DNA after tracking Koberger driving thousands of miles in his dirty Hyundai Elantra. And personally, I hate Hyundais. They just, just don't. Yeah, just don't. But despite the evidence, the strong evidence revealed this week following an exhaustive police investigation, it is understood Koberger will still plead not guilty. So uh, we'll definitely have to wait to see uh, what's going to happen if he decides to take this to trial. But again, our sympathies are with the families uh, who have met this unexpected tragedy. These college students wanting to better their lives, wanting to learn something, and then you face this untimely end. So guys, as always on the Everyday Podcast, we come to the portion of our Hero of the Week. And this one takes us to a college university and Spencer Port. Actually, no, this is in high school and Spencer Port. The headline is captivating. It reads this way, 100-year-old graduates from Spencerport High School. Spencerport, New York is where we're going. The caption reads, dreams do come true, even if sometimes it takes more than 80 years. Pearl Newman, 100, was honored with a diploma from Spencerport High School last month. Newman was unable to complete her degree as a teenager because she was busy working on her family's farm, according to uh, the district. Her life has been devoted to family work and volunteer service. Yet despite her successes and role as a community leader, she still regretted not receiving her diploma until now. In addition to the diploma, Newman will be included in the class of 2023. So congratulations, uh, Pearl uh, Newman. A hundred years old is definitely a milestone, but getting a high school diploma at that age definitely shows each and every one of us that you're never too old to learn something at high school. Well, guys, as always and forever, this has been uh, the Everyday Podcast, and we love coming to you guys each and every week. Uh, We appreciate all the love and support that we're getting from you guys, and we just want to encourage you to always reach out. You know, we love the comments, love the feedback, love the realism of you guys being connected to this platform, coming to you guys each and every week. Uh, We definitely cherish everything that you guys do and uh, all of your emotions and feelings toward the show. Don't forget, if you want to be featured on the show or leave a voicemail or comment in connection with the awesome things that we're accomplishing each week, the number is 732-535-7340. 732-535-7340. Thank you guys very much. This has been the Everyday Podcast for the Everyday Man. This is the Everyday Podcast for the Everyday Man.